When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. It's July 8th, 1579, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. Imagine you're a 10-year-old girl named Matrona living in the Russian town of Kazan on the Volga River. I'm there. It's 1579. I'm sure you're there instantly. <laughs> Didn't take much, did it? I mean... <laughs> you had a 10-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good that you were able to imagine that so easily because the next thing is, imagine that the Blessed Virgin Mary appears to you in a dream and tells you to dig in the ashes of the burnt-down part of your town. There's just been a great fire. After lots of people ignore you, you and your mother eventually go and you surface from the ashes a completely intact and undamaged icon of the Madonna and child. It hasn't been damaged in the fire and apparently this icon originally came to Russia from Constantinople in the 13th century. Okay, and for art history ignoramuses, an icon is Mm. basically just a painting, right? But it's a painting of significant religious figures. Yeah, and they're very important in the Orthodox Christian churches. You've probably seen them. They're in a very very specific style. And this icon quickly became incredibly popular and venerated. And in a slightly weird turn of events, copies of the icon were also venerated and also had miracles attributed to them. Hold on. Yes. What miracles? Like you said that finding the thing came to her in an apparition. Mm. What then did the painting go on to perform? I mean, we can call that the Ur miracle. Then it was associated with (laughs) miracles of blind people regaining their sight. And then it was finally boosted to stratospheric prominence in 1612 when the icon was brought to the prince who was leading the Russian fight back against the Polish army who had occupied Moscow. He is said to have venerated the icon and then was able to repel the invasion. And then it became one of the most significant religious artifacts in Russia and kind of started what has been a long association with Russian nationalism as well. It's actually credited with turning the tides in multiple wars, including Napoleon's doomed 1812 invasion of Russia. But then it went missing in around the sort of 1920s and various new versions have cropped up. And as you say, then new miracles have been ascribed to them. One of these copies allegedly does ejaculate myrrh and that mm-hmm. is evidence of it being a miracle as well, even though, as you say, it's a copy, not the original. And I read that on a Catholic News website. It had been written by a journalist. And I thought, I understand how in 1579 there was no one there to sort of independently arbitrate whether or not the blind man could now see. But surely now, if you say this is a miraculous painting because it's got ointment coming through it, like that either is or isn't happening. So, like, why is there not, why have they not got people going to check, like, whether it really, why are we still printing a thing that a priest says and say, oh, yes, it must be a miracle? Guys, I'm only like a third of the way through this story. Is no one interested in what happened? Go ahead, yes. Well, the original is thought to have gone missing in 1904. What happened was that basically cathedrals were built to house these different copies. Um, The original one in Kazan, they had given it this gold frame, bedecked in gems, but then predictably in 1904, it was stolen by thieves. Ah. Um, You see, because I was wondering, I'd read that it had been nicked. And I was thinking, why would you do that? Because it's so famous that unless you're a James Bond baddie, 
they can just look at it in your own lair and be like, I have Our Lady of Kazan. <laughs> What's the point? You can't sell it even to anybody. Well, but yeah, the answer well, would be because it's bedecked in jewels. That would be the answer. Yes, and it, the, also, uh, if it's winning battles for countries, then it might be a useful thing to have around the place. <laughs> but did people really think that by 1906? Uh, well, it was stolen in 1904, and then the year after, Russia lost the Russo-Japanese War, and then there was the Bolshevik Revolution. And yes, people did at the time suggest that the icon might have something to do with it. Probably the seriously, second- though, they'd seriously say, because I know, I know that Russia is a very religious country, and I know that if you're deep into the Orthodox Church, you believe in miracles, the apparition of the Virgin Mary, very significant, this is a serious painting, da 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 In their heart... <laughs> All right, Do you think well, people imagine, really thought the painting's gone? That's imagine, why we're going to have a revolution. Imagine <laughs> that in 1905 you half believe that, and now imagine how you feel in 1917 when the second most famous version of the icon, the one that's being housed in St Petersburg Cathedral, disappears after the October Revolution. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty damning. During the communist era, now you'll notice that there are the sort of like degrading degrees of subtlety going on here. The original church that had housed the original icon in Kazan was turned into a tobacco factory. Mm-hmm. A Moscow cathedral which held a copy became a public toilet. And the St. Petersburg Cathedral became, get this, a museum of atheism. Mm. And so this icon resurfaced in the 1950s when an English adventurer called Frederick Mitchell Hedges, who also discovered, and I say that in quotes because it's widely regarded as completely fake, the Mayan crystal skull that inspired the Indiana Jones movie. And that was examined and proven to have been made literally in London in the 1930s using Mm. modern crystal glass techniques. So what happened was he purchased this from like a sort of weird job lot, which some people thought might have belonged maybe to Hermann Goering, but we don't know. Wow, it really was the baddies in the Bond layer that had it. Yes, it's very (laughs) exciting. Expert analysis determined that it had been made in the 15th century and it was purchased by Catholic lay order and housed in Fatima, Portugal. What else was in the job lot? <laughs> Apparently a copy of Mein Kampf. You always chuck one of those in for free. Goebbels had a few of those lying around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then in 1993, it was given to Pope John Paul II, who had it in his office for 11 years. He decided he wanted to re- visit Russia and return in person. But the Russian Orthodox Church was very anti because they were a bit suspicious of the Pope saying... Yeah, he was like, oh, let me come and create a gigantic fanfare and restore your national icon to its homeland. And they were like... Mm. Remind everyone how great I am. Yeah, they were like, we don't yeah. love the optics. So it was in the end, it was returned in a Vatican delegation headed by a cardinal called Walter Casper, who said, Our Lady of Kazan is the protector of Europe and its Christian roots and a symbol of the new Europe and its formation of which Russia is a part. What did he do with the copy of Mein Kampf? <laughs> I suspect the Pope kept hold of that one. But it's amazing when you look at the image itself, how elsewhere in Christian art, I could be wrong, I, I feel like I don't see much of virgin and child. So I should explain this, like if you haven't already Googled the picture, it's not virgin and baby, and mm. it's not Jesus as a young man. It is Jesus at, I mean, he's got a, an oddly kind of adult face squished onto a young child's body, but he's obviously supposed to be kind of six or seven or something. And it made me realise, not only do you not see many pictures of young Jesus, but also, like, that chapter's sort of missing from my knowledge of what happened in the New... Like, in the New Testament, is basically he's born, and then he's doing miracles, and he's, like, 18 and stuff. What did he do when he was six? And, like, why is this picture of him when he's that kind of age so significant? I feel like there's a lot of those depictions that do sort of babydom through to toddlerhood into maybe early childhood in the in the medieval era of art you know there's sort of gold right. gilt pictures but you but 
but the, I don't know. I, yeah, you do sort of feel as though that that is an overlooked part of the actual story of Jesus, that you don't have very much action happening at that time. I do remember one picture that sticks out, and I can't remember where I saw it, but it's of Jesus as a, a young toddler having Mary express her milk in a sort of arc that, that is landing in his mouth, and it's just the most vulgar thing. I, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, you can't erase it from your, your vision once you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so whose private collection is that one in? <laughs> yeah. Another weird aspect of relics I discovered is this thing of incorrupt bodies. It's it's the business of the non-decomposition of the bodies of people who are either saints or on their way to being saints. Uh. And certain people who died have subsequently been dug up and been found to have incorrupt bodies. And one of them that I discovered was this woman, the blessed Anna Maria Tiagi, whose when remains- When you say you discovered, <laughs> you haven't been <laughs> out right. with a shovel. That's true. It wasn't me originally. Uh, <laughs> but, you Googled um, would have been a better verb. I, I Googled uh, <laughs> and, and through Googling found this woman whose body is currently housed at the San Criscogono Church, also in Rome. She died in 1837 and was regarded as very pure and pious. And then years later was dug up in 1868. And at that time, her body had undergone absolutely no decomposition. And she was then put in one of these presentation type boxes and, and kept in this, uh, in this church. But her, her body then was re-examined in the 1920s, at which time she was found to have started decomposing. And they then covered her visible hands and face with wax replicas. Okay, but they didn't strip her of her sainthood at that point. I don't think they did. I think she was still. I think she yeah. was still regarded as being as holy as she. So was, your body but, only uh, has to not decompose for a hundred years. I think that's right. W- what would be the scientific reason for a body not decomposing, though? Absolutely no idea. I mean, maybe, maybe it's just a miracle. Ha- it's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it's obviously it. a miracle. That's what it. Oh my! You know, I can actually. See, I've got minus seven point five astigmatism in my right eye. I, since we've been having this conversation, I reckon it's down to minus six. <laughs> You're still slightly blurry, but there's. I can I can feel the change happening. <laughs> Tomorrow. Well, do you know the reason that the sound is terrible? They built a town in Spain to film the thing in. Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.